Hello, beautiful people. My name is Davi. I'm joined by Abe, and welcome back to another Bear Reaction. We just watched episode three of season two, and man, what another great episode. It was a Sydney episode yep. uh, focused on her. Um, and what again, what we've liked so much about the show was how it, it does a really good job at developing um, the supporting cast really well. It kind of makes everyone a, a lead actor mm -hmm. in a sense where we know Carmi is the lead, but um, they do a really good job at um, showcasing you um, different sides of each character and what they're going through on a day-to-day -day life. So having this episode from Cindy was, was really cool um, in her process to how she's battling um, this uh, this process of opening uh, the restaurant. So I want to start off with... Um, with Sydney, because <laughs> obviously she was the forefront of this episode. Yeah, uh, what's it out to you? Yeah, I mean, I I think like it's very obvious to me. Like the show na being named the Bear, it's very clear. It's about Carmi and his family and everything. But like, don't get it twisted. Sydney Sydney is a focal point of the show. Like yes. she is a she is a main driver of the narrative, and it almost feels like the two main like narrative points right now are Sydney and Carmi together on this path of like partnership and seeing out of eye being able to make it work going through this like intensive process that is grueling takes forever and it needs a lot of trust um and i can f you can start to see that it's lacking a little bit and it's interesting because we la we left off the last season with conflict between them and she came back they were finding the money and it kind of just got dropped and it doesn't feel like they ever like fully worked out like their differences and like really talked things through. Um, so like there's a little bit of lack of trust still um, between both of them. Um, and I think, you know, the biggest example that we saw here was not getting a call from Carmi. Um, she's getting a lot of advice from other chefs and other restaurant owners and hearing like, oh, like it's all about your partner. If you can't trust your partner, if your partner is doing shady shit. Um, if you don't know how much you're splitting profit with your partner, like all this stuff that's like already placing doubt into her head, um, which she's had in the past because of failures and and, you know, things not working out. All of that is now leading to this this uh, this moment where it feels like there's tension and conflict between her and Carmi and I can't really see a clear way to solve it because I think they're both well intentioned and they don't know how to communicate like how to be equals in this in this sort of scenario mm. do you think carmy has explicitly said that she is his partner like they're gonna take this financially together and be you know one-on-one -on -one with everything i mean that's what it sounded like when they met with um cicero mm -hmm. right like they were like partners like everybody's a partner everybody who is sitting at that table basically i mean it's been it's been interesting yeah, I don't think it's ever been like a, a full concrete conversation. I think that 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 is agreed between both of them, but they've never like fully fleshed out like, okay, what does this mean? What does this mean financially? What does this mean responsibility wise? What does this mean decision making wise? Like if there's a big decision we have to make, which we saw in this episode, Sydney felt like there was a big decision that they made and they didn't clue her in, even though it's very clear there was no other choice that they could have had. What do they do about that? Like, it doesn't feel like they've ever established that sort of thing. So they're like working through the process as they go. Gotcha. And with that moment um, where they broke all the walls down, obviously they had to tear down. Um, do you think Sydney was overreacting or you think it was valid for her to be overreacting or do you think she wasn't overreacting? I think I think the way she approached it 
was a little bit like accusatory. Um, so maybe just the tone and the way that she was saying things, maybe I would have changed it, but I get it because she, again, all the doubts that she's had, she's gone through a full day of, like you mentioned, she's not being able to call Carmi. He's not really answering and giving input. They had like plans to do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, she was trying her best to make things work and she wasn't hearing from him. And then when she gets there, she sees that they're doing something. She had no idea about it. And now I think she's feeling cut out. But again, like the way that she reacted was very, you know, I think uh, I think that's one thing that she she struggles with is she likes to point the finger a little bit. Um, and in this in this case, like if she had just pulled him aside and been like, listen, I know that this this is where we had to go next time. Just like call me, like call me and like let me know because I want to be in the loop, mm-hmm. period. Like not like it's a big decision because mm-hmm. there was no choice. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. There's, you can't just let the building stand there. The bones of the building are rotting. Like you're not going to open up a good restaurant with that. You can't do that. It's a bad place to start. So, yeah, I can see both sides of it, but uh, I feel like it's already it, it's a small thing to already be having conflict over in this process. Yeah, that, like this is just the start. Right. That's what we're seeing. It's kind of like mm, this is uh, this. They're just you know lighting up the fire. You know, yeah, just yeah. starting a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. I think the other thing that was interesting about this is the way that they're um, experimenting with food and palate and menu um, is it's cool, but like it feels like they're trying so hard. And I like what you said uh, of like she's wanting the star so badly. Like that's her biggest motivation. That's why she's like going through all of this. And I feel like, again, like I feel like that's a bad place to start because you have to build everything kind of from the ground up. And if you're already building with the intention of like, all right, we have to find dishes that are crazy flavor combos that will be unique and like critics will see them. Like, I feel like you have to start a base first. Like, what are the foundation of it? What is the style you're going for? What kind of dishes are you going to have? And then you can build and get creative. But right now, like, I feel like it's hard to get creative when everything else is a mess. Yeah. Um, Because the way I'm seeing it is, is Sydney doing this for the love of her work like is she doing it because she loves to do this or is she doing it because she wants to seek validation and praise from others because you know it's a really nice restaurant that's what they want to build they want to build a place where people you know there's word of mouth and people are going like go to this spot because they cook good food i don't know it's a very want to build a very prestigious spot but at the end of the day it all comes down to why you want to do this yeah i think that part's interesting because i think it goes back to why we see carmy and sydney as different because carmy has been through the ringer when it comes to that sort of status for a restaurant and he's seen like the really ugly sides of it. And I think she's probably seen some of that too, but to the extent where he's been there, done that retained a star at a three Michelin star restaurant. And then now he like almost doesn't care about it because he thinks that there's, he, he can see that there's more important things. And it's also a big stress to do that. She's a little bit more naive in the sense of like, we can do this. This is the ambition that, that we have. Um, and I think that she does love what she do, what like what she's like planning here and like cooking and and owning a restaurant like that's what her dream is. But I feel like she's almost letting ambition get in the way a little bit of of the success of the restaurant and how they should actually like start the foundation of everything. Do you think that Carmi sees Sydney as a younger version of himself? I think so. And he's trying to be like, yo, watch out. Like I've, I've been through this. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think there's a, ver- I mean, I honestly think Carmi's pretty emotionally intelligent. Like I actually think he, he 
sees situations and reads them pretty well when he's not like completely anxious and like shit's not like hitting the fan everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that he, you know, sees a little bit of that, but he also realizes like he had to learn on his own. So he needs to like, he can't put her on a short leash and be like, don't do this, don't do that. Like she has to kind of figure this out, you know, on her own as she goes like he did. Um, and I think that's, that's like the fine balance of what he has to do. Um, so yeah, I think it's a, it's a weird dynamic because to be partners in that way, but also for one to have experiences that the other one doesn't, um, and you like wanting to be equal is tough because the power dynamic just in general, by way of experience and, and what Carmi has done, I feel like is higher in the term of, of what he's done in the past and like his, just his overall experience. Yeah. I knows mean, more. He's in a new dynamic as well, where he is starting from literally ground zero. And right. He's building something up. Correct. So this is a totally new, a new area for him. Mm-hmm. And he has the experience, but it's also, you know, it's a, it's a new book that he's writing. Basically. Yeah. Um, but from in the, um, in the montages, those montages were great. So good. Um, I want to know what set out to you in those montages. What, what did it? I, what I did mean, you catch specifically the the black plate um, background with the you know, small small like pieces of food and plating like happening as as you see the B roll happening as you see Sydney navigating through these restaurants and asking questions and taking notes and all this stuff and trying different foods. It almost feels like exactly what we talked about, where her brain is starting to put together these like concoctions, like puzzle pieces of like, okay, this could go with this and this, you know could be a good dish if we put this together but you see that it starts really simple like it was like one piece of of uh one piece of pasta and then like a little sprinkle of this and then all of a sudden it starts to get messier and like you see green on there splattered over over the place and you see a little bit of like messy plating and to me i'm like that's the like uh cooker's block or chef's block (laughs) you know what i mean when you're trying to like discover genius almost like writer's block but Uh You know, you're just putting too many things together and you're trying too hard. And like very clearly now they've made, they spent a lot of time doing two recipes that like were shit basically in mm-hmm. their eyes. Um, so it almost, it almost feels like it's being overcomplicated. Mm. That's crazy. You said that this episode was a writer's block episode. Yeah. <laughs> of someone experiencing that bro, yeah. from a perspective of a cook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what it felt like to me anyway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I can't imagine like that kind of thing, especially cause like putting Cooking and finding flavors that haven't been combined in the past and putting them together, I feel like it's really hard because like people have cooked for centuries and like there's so much study now and like to do something truly unique, I feel like is really, really hard. Same as like music, even film, like the more and more, the more and more we go and the more art we have, the more we experience these type of things, the harder it is to feel like you created something truly unique. Because then, yeah, because everything is an inspiration of something. Yes. You, you're inspired by it. either it's your life experience or something that you've seen, you've read or you've heard. Um, it comes down to, you know, you, you read it and that's how it's built up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think they'll they'll I think there's going to be a point where they have to realize they have to take a step back and uncomplicate it a little bit. Yes, um, and we also saw a scene that really stood out to me was when she was eating the Sunday, and it cut and it cut to a mother and a young daughter, mm-hmm. um, also enjoying um, a dessert. Just wondering, um, what specifically that moment you saw? I just see somebody who like feels like she's a little bit alone in like the way that she's navigating the world. I mean, obviously she has Carmi, 
um, to like partner with, but like her dad doesn't, you know, not that he doesn't support her, but he's a little bit skeptical based on the things that have happened in the past. And I think now, you know, she's like almost missing that maternal figure to like wrap her arm around her and like say everything's going to be all right. And just someone to like flat out support within, without any condition. You know what I mean? Um, that's, the, that's kind of the moment that that's how I read into that, that little shot. Yeah, no, it was a very powerful shot for sure. And, um, going back to the opening of this episode, the monologue, Carmi's monologue, mm. um, what you said that it was, um, I'm trying to remember what you said. It felt like a continue, a little bit of a continuation from the first season. Yes. And like, he's opening up a lot more, but it doesn't feel like he knows like what it is that's like that makes him happy and like that's driving him to be happy. Um, it feels like he's a little bit in a gray area where he's like knows cooking has his passion and all of that, but like does it truly make him happy? And then like right after that, we see we like shortly after that we see a scene with him where Claire calls him and is asking him yes. about um like why she gave him why he gave her the fake number like all Man that stuff stumbling uh, yeah, uh, that, that, that. yeah 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 that's crazy <laughs> shout out to her though for just like straight up calling bs <laughs> yeah. um that's real yeah. <laughs> so like those are the sort of things where i'm like hmm yes i don't think he knows what makes him happy but i also think he pushes things away that could potentially make him happy like his family like claire like these sorts of things that it almost feels like he thinks he doesn't deserve these things. Yeah. Um, and that's the, that's just the vibe that I'm getting. Uh, maybe Claire is a good thing. Like maybe she's somebody who can pull that out of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I'm still a little like, hmm, what's going on here? But it'll be, uh, it'd be interesting to see if she has any part to play in that development of him kind of seeking happiness. If yeah. You will. Yeah, I saw it as like someone struggling to just experience, uh, to experience joy. Yep. Uh, he just, like you said, I just think he feels like he doesn't deserve it. And that's, oh my gosh, that's a lot of weight on you that you're putting on yourself. Yeah. And it's it's heartbreaking to see that. And it's, man, I just love that when he is, um, in the way the scene started, we started from a, a wide shot and it consistently started zooming in, zooming in, zooming in. Yep. And when it got to the emotional part of when he was, opening up and, and getting deeper and deeper and honing into his feelings it was super close was, yeah big close up yeah, yeah. that's that's re- that's just really good direction i yeah. love the way this show is shot um but yeah oh and also um uh, marcus looks like they're gonna send him to europe yeah he might he <laughs> might go to he might go to denmark um to learn pastries which is dope <laughs> that's awesome. um the other piece is ibra yes. looks like he's like decided not to return to class mm-hmm. um probably out of frustration and they're looking for another cook yeah um, i think the it said something about executive yeah, sous chef yeah which i thought that was going to be tina but maybe i'm confused on like the roles and the hierarchies yeah <clears throat> maybe they need another one maybe they need another one i mean i'm sure if they're trying to make this as big as they they have in their mind they're going to need plenty of people do you think i think sid see this is the problem with the partner stuff Cause I think Sydney is seeing it at a totally different perspective versus Carmi. I think Sydney is seeing it as like a, a big spectacle where you know she wants to star, and maybe Carmi is trying to, um, maybe try to appease to that, but and being like, "Yo, we don't need the star yet." I don't know. Because yeah, yeah. I think he. I mean, I think he already said his part about that. Yeah. Um, and he knows like he needs a partner, and if her ambition is to 
get a star, then, you know, at some level he has to support that. Uh, and I think that's where his like dilemma is of like, you know, we, we, we have to, you know, stand something up and at the very least, like we have to build this restaurant from the ground up and get our shit together. And it feels like she's a little bit too concerned about like the star and the, the class um, and the, the reviews and like all of that stuff. Um, which can definitely, you know, affect whether or not the the restaurant lasts long term. I totally get that, um, but it feels like we're starting, like, way ahead, yeah, than where where they currently are in the process. Yeah, and I feel like that's gonna come back to bite them. Yes, that's what it. That's what it feels like. <laughs> and with that being said, y'all, thank you so much for watching and listening to this reaction. We love you guys, and see you soon for more the Bear Reaction. Peace, y'all. See ya.